That kind of nerd. Let's start the show with comics, movies, and technology. Here we go, bringing you the segments that you're looking for, like Cape Talk screen to stream, tech perspective, and more. Cast this nerd degree and the blockbuster. Welcome to the club, cause you're that kind of nerd. Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Brian Thornton. I don't know what to do with myself right now. The Burdensons have, have split up for this week. Uh, what do I, I do with my hands? I, I don't know what to do with my hands either. I know we oh, both I have just... we both have black cherry seltzer. Where is where is Josh? Josh, I need you. Yeah, Josh isn't here. Uh, I think he's investigating. I'm upset. I think he's investigating a strange happening going on in a mall right now. So this is good going to, to be depressing episode. Ah, wow. Just you know this. why? Because I won't get angry. I enjoy getting angry. Oh, you'll get angry. Oh, I, there's stuff. Will I get here. angry? There's stuff in here for you to get angry at. Well, me. I have not looked at the show notes, so try me, sir. Uh, I want to start this show off, actually, just a little bit of, of, of just kind of a heads up. Comic-Con, uh, San Diego Comic-Con is, is yes. this week. It's happening this weekend. Uh, so Friday's when it starts, so we may be getting some news when we record uh, the next week's episode, but then we'll probably do a bigger coverage if anything happens. But we talked about this a few weeks ago, Brian. I mean, what do we really expect out of Comic-Con this year with, without the major players? I don't know. I mean, I mean, Marvel. Marvel's there. I, I I read somewhere that Marvel said that they were going to be there. I know they're going to show off that video game that no one is very happy about. There's going to be a Game of Thrones panel, like a send off panel. I really just don't hope people throw feces at them. Yeah. Based on the eighth season. Yeah, I've been watching um, people. I that... know. I know Kevin Smith will be there to showcase Jane Silent Bob reboot. Woo! And that is all I know. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also worried for the Game of Thrones panel that it will just devolve into like Woodstock 99 or whatever. It Anarchy! That uh, would be pretty bad. However, Brian. Yes. I want to talk CJ. about the world of TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. But it oh. does have something to do with Comic-Con as well. Oh, crossover topic. Woo! I like it. So there is a, a, a two tweets in our show notes right now by the They're very the famous sphere? Russo Brothers. Hmm. Right, the very. I mean, they, those are those are the the young kids who uh, who did that Avengers movie. Yeah, once, they right? uh, they don't. Have, I think they made a little bit of money with the movie once before. Yeah, I I think it's a moderate success. So the first one is a tweet that says seven nineteen nineteen, and it has a clip, a thirty nine second clip of people in Hall H losing their minds. They're like, "Of course we're going to show you footage. You fans have been waiting here for like a day to see this. So you're the best fans, and we present you Infinity War, and everyone loses their mind, right?" Right, that's seven nineteen nineteen. That's when they uh, well, not nineteen, that's twenty nineteen. But so they're announcing something in they're July nineteenth. Announcing 19th. something on on uh, Comic Con. What Th- could it be? So they put out that tweet on uh, July tenth, and today, July twelfth, they put out a second tweet. And all it says okay. is, is eleven a.m. Now, Brian, I'm going to play the audio for you now, listener. But Brian, I want you to listen to this and tell me what immediately comes to mind when you hear this. Esta la biblioteca. I llamo T-Bone. I love this. Discoteca, discoteca. Oh, I love this. So, for those who are uninitiated with this, the Russo brothers, while being famous for Avengers and while being famous for Captain America, were also famous for their involvement in the cult classic show Community. Now, Community had a slogan six seasons and a movie. 
Now, I know we don't like to admit it, but they, there was a, a season on Yahoo, a streaming service on Yahoo, which was the sixth season. So all that was left for uh, us community fans was a movie. A promise and the hope of a movie. And knowing that they have this Hall H thing on the first tweet and then the famous uh, uh, Bibliotheca rap uh, on their second tweet, I, I am hopeful that they just teased a community movie. God, I hope so. That would be amazing. Now, if you haven't watched Community, first off, go ahead, do that. And if you have, and you're like, wait, the Russos are involved with Community? Yes, they are. Remember the paintball episodes? Remember, like, the best episodes of, like, the whole show? Yeah, they wrote a lot of those episodes. Yeah, that's that's the Russo brothers. They're they're known for that. So They, I, they got their start in TV with Arrested Development and, and Community before they, you know, became directing superstars of $3 billion movies. But, oh, my gosh. If this happens... I would just be so it's it's got to right. happen. If it's going to happen, it's got to happen right. Like, I got to have all the cast back. I got to have Donald Glover back. I got to yeah. have I mean, the only one I, I will I will assume won't be coming back is Chevy, Chevy Chase. Chase. Yeah, that didn't end but very well for everybody involved. Everybody else needs to be back. And like, you know, Joel McHale and Gillian Jacobs and I'm Allison Brie, I'm sure won't have any issues. It's really Donald Glover that I'm worried about. Right. You know, with the success he's had as. You know, his rap career, Childish Gambino, and, you know, him being Lion King and multiple other movies. Like, <laughs> I, I just... Lion King is the one right now that you'd be like, I really can't show up at a panel. I'm in fucking Lion King right now. Like, right. just be like, oh, you're, I know you're too big, but, like, come back, please, because this show was awesome and you were a great part of it, please. Like, I really hope they're able to get him back. Uh, but... but listen, if it's anybody who could get him back, the Russo brothers right now, with their relationship with Disney, like, I, I yeah. think you can totally be like, hey, I... I well, this was an NBC show. Right. So if if it's a movie, it's, it's got to be through Universal. Right. But I'm just saying, you know, Donald Glover and them could at least have some back channels through Disney. Be like, hey, Laura, we're both we're both really involved with that. We'd be we'd be good. I think I good. think you think studios get along way no, too bad. Uh, yeah, and they don't. True. They don't they at don't. all. So I'm hopeful. I'm excited. I, I'm ready to get let down. But man, I'm really excited. I hope this is a community movie. Every yeah, me too. Oh, my gosh. That'd be amazing. One of my favorite. Yeah. One of my favorite uh, documentary series uh, available right now is I Am. Uh, there has been I Am. Uh, I Am. I Am Groot. Wow, I Am Groot. There, <laughs> there's been I Am Heath Ledger. I Am Chris Farley. Uh, they've been very great. I uh, very intimate documentaries. So two. There's been two. But are there are there more than those two, I, I, I or think, is those I just the two that I you don't that you maybe remember? Those are the two that I can remember. Okay. Well, yeah. Can Can you tell me if there's more than two? Is there like I am Sam I am Richard Pryor? Oh, okay. I am Paul Walker. Oh, all right, all right. I am Heath Ledger. I am Chris Farley. I am JFK Jr. Oh wow, there's like okay. a whole bunch of these. Oh, there you go. Fantastic. All right, CJ, you got some shit to so watch. So there's a very popular documentary series on the Paramount Network, but let, let that be uh, called I Am, and then the the subject. So there's I am Paul Walker. I am Richard Pryor. My favorites were I am Heath Ledger. Uh, I am Chris Farley. They were very good, very well done documentaries. I really give you insight uh, into the people that they're covering. And they're launching a a new one uh, with Patrick Swayze. So they'll be mm. documenting, uh, doing a documentary on Patrick Swayze, kind of talking a little Is bit about Is it called I Am Roadhouse? Uh, it, it should be called I Am Roadhouse. I Am Roadhouse. 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 Uh, I Am Patrick Swayze. Uh, I, I personally am not, but you know the, the documentary is called I Am Patrick Swayze. Uh, will be airing on the Paramount Network. I'm sure you probably have access to it if you have a, a subscription from a major provider. If you have a cable provider, you have it. It used to be Spike TV. It's now the Paramount Network. Oh, is that how that works? Uh, yeah. See, I didn't know that. Huh, okay. 
Uh, now I learned something new. Uh, the documentary will be appearing August 18th at 9 p.m., uh, which actually uh, they have back-to-back airings of Ghost and Dirty Dancing to to do this, to bookend this documentary. Oh, like they're airing Dirty Dancing and Ghost? Doing Dirty Dancing they should be Ghost. airing Point Break and Roadhouse. What the hell? I don't know what they have clearance for. I'm not in charge of this. They should, they should do a just full-on Swayze marathon. You start it with Swayze Point Break. Day. Swayze Day. You start it with Point Break, then you do the mushy love, like Dirty Dancing, then you do the documentary, then you do Ghost, then you end do, it with Roadhouse. Do you want to do yeah. Ghost after you're talking this, about a documentary that involves his eventual death? I mean, uh, if you're going to play Ghost at all, it's kind of <laughs> might as well. You're 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 damned if you do, damned if you don't. <laughs> if no you do where it beforehand, you put it. you're like, oh, I'm yeah, die. Like, oh, you're like, like you play it beforehand, like, oh, this documentary is pretty heavy-handed. You play it afterwards, you're like, ah, this is kind of in bad taste. But it is, you know, his most fa- famous movie besides the aforementioned Point Break and Roadhouse. Um, but you end with badass and you end with badass and you have all the mushy stuff in the middle. That's how you do it. Paramount, you should hire me. There you go. Again, hire Brian Thornton. All movie studios. I will freelance. I'll just I'll do the rounds. I'll just do laps. Put my two cents in on everything. I got you. So uh, when I was at Spider-Man Far From Home uh, the other the other week, which time? Uh, uh, the the actually the first, second, and third time. Uh, okay. I saw the trailer for the movie uh, Hobbs and Shaw, uh, which my brain still goes Calvin and Hobbs, right? It's not. It's, it's Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, that movie looks stupid. It looks it looks fun. utterly ridiculous, and I'm so excited to see it, Brian. Yeah, okay? it looks like so much and, fun. And looking at this, going, oh, I'm losing brain uh, cells as this trailer is happening, but I cannot wait to sit through this movie. I- kind of love idris elba's character so far in that movie he's just ah it's gonna be fun whatever they're doing i'm i'm all i'm all for it i'm, I'm just i'm 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 there okay when i watched the the trailer for the meg i was like jesus christ this one's gonna be i mean i guess this is speaking gonna be my life of now. hobbs slash shaw slash the meg slash jason statham slash labradoodle yes I wanted to be known have you seen this bottle cap challenge bullcrap going on yes i i have witnessed jason statham who was known for kicking. Yes, known for kicking. JSK kicked the water bottle cap off of the bottle. And it is in recorded format. Yes. More proof that Jason Statham is known for kicking. JSK. JSK. All right. Continue. Uh, the reason I'm bringing up this this whole Fast and Furious thing is because we got some news from Fast and Furious 9. That uh, oh, Yeah, that is going to be 9. What catchy title is this one going to have? Uh, I, I have no idea. The Fate of the Too Fast and the Too Furious 4, 5, 17? I, I bet it's going to have something to do with squared. I, I don't know. Ooh, if it's, if it's the Fast Cubed and the Furious Cubed, <laughs> how great would that be? The Fast and Furious Cubed. Because it's 9. It would be, I mean, That's 3 right. Cubed is, is 9. It. Ooh. So glad we brought up the math, Fast and Furious 9. Universal, hire me. What the hell are we doing here? <laughs> uh, we got a picture from Ludacris welcoming John Cena to the cast. Which John Cena? John Cena, which he called his new brother. Oh, uh, that's sweet. But how can he know if he can't see him? I know. I don't uh, See, the picture that they have is just Ludacris' back. Uh, with I'm curious how, how we're going to uh, introduce the idea of the self-driving car in these movies now. <laughs> Since apparently... 
You won't be able to see John Cena behind the wheel. Can't see him. Do we know what role he's playing? Uh, we we do not. Uh, I bet you he's the bad guy slash good guy slash bad guy. Like The Rock was in the movie? You're like, I think he's yeah. the bad Oh, he's the good guy. Oh, right. oh, okay. Right. Well, I mean, you know, the good guys are the bad guys in those movies because your right. good guys are actually bad guys who just happen to be maybe working for the government. So if That's right. Start off with movie, Vin Diesel being the bad guy, but then he was the good guy. Yeah, but he is the but he's also a bad guy. I guess so. My my but my point is John Cena is going to be the good good guy who's actually a bad guy, but really in terms of good and bad is actually a good guy fighting against the bad guys who seem to be good guys because they're the main characters, but they're actually really bad guys. And the reason because of that is because we had Hobbs join the crew because he became part of the family and now he's actually technically a bad guy when he started out as a good guy. So you can't have a good guy turn bad guy and not have a new good guy to be the bad guy for the good guy's bad guys. <laughs> and no, you know on. what's no, funny? No, no. Hold on. That was damn good. Play that back because that will make sense. It, it tracks. <laughs> hold, on, hold on. I want the listener to know. Listeners, I have my chalkboard up here, right? I've got my red string. What Brian just said completely tracks. Just, just so we're aware. Fact check it. I dare you. Not going to find another man so better to, to explore Fast and Furious than that. That was incredible. I am real good. I'm good when I need to be. Hey, I can pull it out. Uh, yeah, you did. Uh, I also would like to note that this movie will also see the return of two Oscar winners. Charlize Theron and Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. I keep forgetting she's Char- in this. Yeah, she's uh, she's the Shaw's mother. I think so. She was introduced in the eighth one as the Shaw's mother. Charlize Theron's coming back? Yes. So is she the bad, bad guy? I, oh, God. Please don't do this again. I don't know. I haven't seen Well, she would be movies. a bad, bad girl. No, please don't. Well, she was a bad, bad girl in the last one. Anyway, you think you think she's going to be the antagonist? Have, or you think she's going to join I, the family for some I've, reason? I've got no way. I haven't seen the, the last Maybe one. she becomes I, Dominic's new I, babysitter when they were like, hey, I mean, you, you kidnapped him. Obviously, you know, you can take care of the kid. Can you watch him for a couple hours while we again, go drive some the, cars? The last time I saw a Fast and Furious movie, Paul Walker was still alive. Oh, you didn't see Fate of the Furious. I didn't see like five, six, seven or eight. You legitimately stopped watching when those movies started getting good. I want good. you to realize need what you to that watch means is the first five are, are bad. No. And it no, no, finally no. got good around the sixth movie. All right. Here's the thing. That's what that means. I No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm going to set the record straight because I have to defend my brother Josh, who cannot be here to defend this franchise because we all know how much he loves this franchise. Very true. The first one is good. The first one is really good. The first one, as you know, first is Point one, Break with Cars. Very, I'm we very love happy Point Break. Yes. First one is great, right? Yes. The second one is, I wouldn't say trash, but it's no bueno. And the third one is slightly better than no bueno. It's a little bit higher than Too Fast, Too Furious. And then the fourth one is good. It's just not as good as the first one. With Fast Five, they got good, like to the level of the first one again, and they have been consistently getting better. I would argue Fate of the Furious, the eighth one, was not as great, but it also, there's a weirdness without Paul Walker in the franchise. But so, according to my calculations, that is six out of eight movies that are rock solid. Good storylines, a lot of fun, big action, cool cars, that's all I want from these movies. I'm not looking for Oscar-worthy performances, otherwise... Well, you should. There's two Oscar certainty. winners in there. I'm just. I'm just I mean, I'm, you I'm you do have, some, but that, that that's not what I'm looking for. Yes, I understand. So, in terms of what I'm looking for from a Fast and Furious movie, these movies are great. Six out of eight. You can't you can't go wrong there. I do. Also, you need to finish them. I do want to note 
that uh, you know uh, we, we're given an opportunity and we're given a star, uh, but what the movies giveth, they, they taketh away. Uh, mm. Dwayne the Rock Johnson will not be appearing in Fast Nine. He won't. He will not be in Fast and Furious Nine. He's already confirmed it that he will not be in that one. Now, Fast Ten down the road. Oh God! You know what's funny about that? Probably the, will be in there. The whole controversy between him and Tyrese and Tyrese and him having beef was because oh the rock cares more about this this spin-off with Hobbs and Shaw and they have the delay filming Fast 9 because of it. Yes. But now he's not going to be in Fast 9. Right. So all of this was for not. Well, I don't know about for not. He said uh, the rock said quote uh at the end of the day the truth is there is unfinished business between Hobbs and Dom and it's unfinished. So, I mean, they'll come back. It sounds like he'll be back. I, I Listen. No, that means he's saying he's still pissed at Vin Diesel for the shit he pulled on the fate of the Furious crap. Again, I don't I don't know. I don't follow this movie. You've got to follow the drama. It's like wrestling. You got to know what the story's about, man. <laughs> if you don't know the latest thing, you can't you can't follow. Um, I, 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 uh, honestly, the other part, too, is Hobbs and Shaw's going to do very well in the box office. It of just it, it just is. And uh, they're obviously going to do another one of those, and he'll just probably do that thing, and then maybe at one point they'll cross over again and be like, hey, we're back, okay, bye! Yeah, because you know what what The Rock is really good at? Punching dudes. Yep, The Rock is known for punching. You know, The Rock is known for punching. Oh my god, we got Jason Statham Statham is known for for kicking. So you cover all of your bases between Hobbs and Shaw. It's the perfect match. But you know... You know what The Rock just kind of looks silly doing? Driving a very small imported a very, automobile. A very tiny car. Yeah. Like, I love The Rock, but like every time he's in one of those movies, he, he's driving a fucking tank. Right. He's driving a giant Hummer. Like he's in a. He, I think he's in a Lamborghini in Hobbs and Shaw's trailer, and you're just like, yeah, but he's not driving and getting there. But but like yeah, but but that's a perfect example. Right. You see him in that car, and you're like. I suspended my disbelief for a lot of this. I just, I now, don't, wait a minute. I don't. I believe that they can slide under two tractor trailers and not get squished. I, I also that believe Samoan that man did not get in there that quickly. I also believe that Idris Elba is a superhuman. Like, I right. get that. I'm on board with you, Hobbs and Shaw. But when you put the rock inside a tiny Lamborghini, I'm not so sure about that. Where do his, his, his like shins be up on his chest? I don't know. I feel like I feel like his his shoulder length alone would take up the entire front seat, and they still fit Vanessa Kirby and Jason Statham in there. That that's in the front. Like, there's no way. Like J- Vanessa Kirby, I can't even say would be in the Rock's lap because the Rock's lap is too fucking huge. <laughs> there's no room between his thigh and the dashboard. Like, I just, I don't, I don't buy it. I'm going to see it, but there's some CGI shenanigans <laughs> going on in there, and that's my point. Again, that's probably why he can't be in the hire Fast Brian movies. Thornton for your movies. Fix these <laughs> issues ahead of time. Um, Brian and I are, are, are both uh, big fans, as is Josh, of a, a certain actor, uh, director and writer, uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, ah, yes. Brian has already mentioned, hey, Jay and Silent Bob reboot is going to be coming out soon and some footage is going to be shown at Comic-Con. We're going to get a trailer next week. Uh, so very excited for that. However, there's a part of a dynamic duo when you get Kevin Smith, and that is his cohort in crime, Jason Mewes. Yes, nooch to the booch. Uh, so Jason Mewes, uh, obviously known as Jay from Jay and Silent Bob, 
Uh, they love to do cameos together. He's always usually playing some kind of dumb or stupid stoner person. I uh, cite Zach and Mary make a porno uh, as well for some of, you know, Jason Muse's uh, roles that, he's, he, that he plays. Uh, but the man has taken it upon himself and said, hey, I want to be seen in a different light. And he has directed his own movie in which he plays an alternate version of Jason Muse that wants to be taken seriously and doesn't want to be a stoner anymore. I feel like this one's a little meta. It's called Madness in the Method. Uh, and when I was watching the trailer, not only do we get the great Kevin Smith, uh, but we also get a little cameo of the late, great Stan Lee, who calls Jason Aww. Mewes a knucklehead in the trailer. Uh, listen, by no means am I telling you, rush out and go see this movie and, oh, yeah, it'd be great, even on the A-list. I'm like, you're probably going to watch this on, like, stars in, like, you know, three months when he becomes available it's i wouldn't be surprised if it just drops on vod right away yeah it's it's i'm not saying the movie's bad just like this is not a movie that's going to get a, a wide release no i mean but let's let's be real i mean even kevin smith who you know by all rights is more widely known than jason muse is a lot of his stuff his movies rarely go into theaters or they go into limited release and right. they get dropped on the the blu-ray and vod very quickly and, and i'm sure this is going to be very similar uh but it looks nice and charming if you like the actor jason muse i think you'll get a kick out of the actual uh uh movie itself we also see some cameos some friends from clerks are, are showing up uh around about a couple stand-up comedians uh popping in as well uh but uh again if you want to see probably one of the last uh stanley cameos uh this is one that i would definitely recommend checking out uh oh. oh oh my god i just realized it's so sad what like his first cameo was mall rats wasn't it yes yes it was no his first cameo was the in the incredible hulk tv series okay all right yeah it's not i was gonna say his life is not bookended by with kevin jason smith. muse and kevin smith, and kevin smith. Yeah, yeah. that would uh hey brian guess what i just got some updated information about method uh madness in the method oh okay. it's going to be released in theaters on August 2nd, and also on demand the same oh, day. See, I fucking told you. So there we go. Jeez, uh, I'm so smart. <laughs> Again, hire Brian Thornton. Seriously. Just do it. Hire Brian Thornton. Anything you want to say about this movie? I haven't seen the trailer. I mean, I'll, I'll check it out. I mean, you, listen, I'll support the guy. The guy worked very hard to, you know, get clean and, and start changing the perception of people of, He's not just some, you know, stoner man. Stoner. Yeah. I mean, I'll support him if VOD. I, I mean, hey, if it cost me four or five bucks and two hours of my time, yeah, I'll do it. He's definitely not addicted to to heroin anymore, right? But he's certainly addicted to Legos. Yeah, he Fuck is. He is a huge news. Lego fan. The other thing I he I, he and Kevin Smith have a a YouTube series now. I think it's on fandom. It's yes, what's in the box, is, and yes. they're just unboxing shit. Playing, with, they're just unboxing toys. And it's just like, well, this. Why can't I do this? I was just, saying, just looking at this, going, <laughs> God damn that! I, I, what choice in my life that I make incorrectly that got me to where I am? Uh, there is one thing though that I thought was really uh, uh, funny and just kind of a, a tip of the hat to what you're currently doing right now, listeners. Uh, there's actually a little scene of them doing their podcast in the movie, and then the, the, they yeah, do yeah, a live they, venue. They do Jane Silent Bob grow old. Yeah, so that's uh, you're gonna see a podcast in the movies. Hey. Oh my gosh, this movie is and so you're, mad. And you're listening to one right. And finally, in the world of screen to stream, uh, Netflix uh, is saying that they are going to be working on their biggest movie ever. And it sounds like it's a little bit sarcastic when they say that, because have we heard about this Martin Scorsese movie coming out? Sounds like that's going to be the biggest movie on Netflix I've ever seen. 
Uh, but the biggest movie ever, which is titled Red Notice, will be starring the three blockbuster uh, actors, Gal Gadot, oh. Ryan Reynolds, uh-huh. and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So I get Black Adam, Green Lantern, and Wonder Woman in the same movie. You get you get Sign three DC personalities. In Sign there. me up. Sounds pretty good. The uh, plot is basically uh, explained to as this, an action-adventure film revolving around the pursuit of the world's most wanted art thief. I'm guessing Ryan Reynolds is the art thief. Uh, oh, yes. No. Oh, and what if Gal Gadot's the art thief? Uh, what if it's a buddy cop and Gal Gadot's the art thief? Uh, Which I am totally on board for because here a couple reasons. A, I love every single one of these actors. Right. They're fantastic. B, I think Dwayne The Rock Johnson is fucking hilarious. He's got great comedic timing. I would really love to see him flex his comedic muscle with somebody other than Kevin Hart. Yes. And Ryan Reynolds is amazing. I think they could play off each other extremely well. So if it is, in fact the two of them are chasing Gal Gadot, that would be awesome. Now, I want to also let you know there's one other person involved behind the, the scenes for it. It's a name you won't know, so don't worry about it. But it was uh, the man that was in charge of Central Intelligence and Skyscraper. Well, there you go. Re-collaborating with uh, The Rock. To, yeah, to but Central it. Intelligence. Did you see Central Intelligence? I did not. Oh, that movie was great. I was. It was Kevin Hart. I just couldn't do it. I, I really enjoyed that movie. Did you watch the trailer for Jumanji 3? I did not. Watch. Let's talk about that. Watch the trailer for Jumanji three. Have you seen Jumanji? Welcome to the Jungle. Yes, yes, I enjoyed okay. it. You enjoyed it, correct? Yes, I did. Watch this trailer. All right, the next level. Several bad puns later. Oh my god! <laughs> How great does this movie look? I just watched the trailer, dude. This looks fantastic. So, like, going back to the to the fact that like the Rock is just so good, god damn. and you watch that trailer and you watch him channel this like. Old curmudgeon Danny DeVito. It's so perfect. And you know what? You can say whatever you want about Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is is good in that role. Yes. And just in that trailer, him doing his Danny Glover impersonation. It just it looks like so much fun. I I really liked the 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 reboot. Is it technically three? Is this really how the this is technically three? I really like Jumanji two a lot. Like way more than I probably should have, and I don't care. Uh, I love Jack Black in that movie. I love The Rock, and I did. I loved Kevin Hart in that movie as well. And, and obviously, Karen Gillian is fantastic in everything she does. But this just takes it to another level because they're like they're going back in the game. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I've seen The Rock be like a character, and I can't wait to see Jack Black do his like high school girl thing again. Yeah. And then when they do- they subvert the expectation, Brian, and give me <laughs> different characters and give these actors a different opportunity to do something different. And the the work that Kevin Hart is doing in this trailer is fantastic he's like oh is, is he is he having a stroke <laughs> is he having a, look at my thighs look at my look at look at and then the rock's like yeah look, look at, at your thighs. thighs look at your thighs and, 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 and what i do like about this too is that the karen gillian's character is now the leader in this yeah one. instead of being the rock it's now led by karen gillian uh and giving her time to, to go ahead and shine this is a great trailer this is a great movie i want more of these give me one of these every year i'll be yeah. fine with that Keep popping out Jumanji's and Fast and Furious and Transformers. Three and movies. Marvel. And Marvel's. Well, well, Marvel's a given. I'm just, just saying. Oh, that was really good. Right? It's really good. So my, my point being. Go watch this trailer. No, Listen, go watch this trailer. Pull over. Pull over. Sit on your neighbor's yard. 
watch this trailer. You will not regret it, I promise If they you. were in their car, why are they getting out of well, their car no, no, no. and then it, sitting it, on their neighbor's well, yard? You walk around their neighborhood or your drive to work. So you know, if you're oh, walking. Oh, okay. So there was a comma. Yes. Pull over, comma, sit on your neighbor's no, no, no. yard. So pull over if you're driving. Right. Sit on your neighbor's yard if you're walking. There's got to be that caveat there because what you said was pull over, sit on your neighbor's yard. It sounds like I'm pulling over and then sitting on my neighbor's yard. Oh, okay. Okay. Here's what I need you to do. Pull over into your neighbor's yard, right? Park on your neighbor's yard and watch this movie. If you are not driving, steal a car. And then park and that then on park your neighbor's, on the neighbor's yard. yard. Yes. So no matter sense, what, though. I need you to ruin your, your, uh, your, your neighbor's yard. Not that hard. Preferably with a car. Just promise me one thing, listener. Don't do any of that. And if it's too late, we don't have a legal department. Jimmy? Jimmy, do we have a legal department? And we are also not liable. <laughs> Jimmy, roll the tape. Jimmy does. Jimmy says we do not have it. He's giving me the no. We don't. Jimmy's have a just department. an intern. I don't know why you have him handling legal well, affairs. No, no, no. I just, I, I, I didn't know if he t- contact if he made my request to get someone from legal, but we don't have anybody from legal. Oh, uh, okay. Well, well, that kind of nerd is not liable for anything that you do uh, because CJ thinks he's funny. Yeah, that's true. That's a good life lesson. Well, listen. Since we just talked about Jumanji, let's go ahead and let's put on our our jungle attire. Grab our machetes Ooh. and let's go exploring the Amazon. La Savinia, Amazon, use the sell books. I am not the rock. I am not fit to explore the Amazon. We obviously know that Amazon is developing a Lord of the Rings series. Oh, yes, we do know this. They are working very hard on that, uh, but apparently they really want you to understand that they really appreciate Lord of the Rings. So, Amazon Studios. Guys, guys, we really, really love Lord of the Rings. Just want to let you know. I know you have 14 hours of movies that were done pretty much perfectly. (laughs) But we really, really, really like it, guys. We really think it's great. Well, we read all of the books. Yes, they did not. It's going to be wonderful. They really want you to know they didn't just Amazon the cliff notes. They actually read the books. Okay. Now, Brian, Tom Bombadil is going to be in this movie. We guarantee it. We know you were upset that he wasn't in there, even though he is a nothing character that has nothing to the story. And he lasts for two chapters in Fellowship of the Ring. He's going to be in there because he's important. Now, Brian, all all joking aside, we've had, just like you said, many an hours of good Lord of the Rings movies, right? At least 14. But you know what we haven't had a really good one of? Or let me we'll try this again. It. You know what? We haven't had a really good Lord of the Rings themed product yet. Oh, um, underwear, uh, thermoses, first off, ties, socks. First off, you haven't seen my uh, Hobbit underwear, which makes Russian me dolls. It's all fuzzy. No, Brian, it's an MMORPG. What? Right? We haven't seen a good one of those. They made one once, and apparently they made one that was garbage. It was a lot of. Pretty bad, right? I like a there lot was, of Lord of the Rings games are bad, with the exception was, of I haven't even played Shadow of Mordor, was but I hear one it's great. on the GameCube. I really liked. Yeah, that was Return of the King. Yeah, I like. Yeah, that the Return a lot. of the King game was fantastic. I enjoyed that. Yeah, everybody did. So Amazon is developing not only the Lord of the Rings series, but also a Lord of the Rings MMORPG. For those of you, wait, who, since when did Amazon start producing video games? Yes, though? I know, right? But, and. Can someone send the MMO to Amazon that MMOs are, are not in anymore? Now, for those of you who don't know what the hell we're talking about, that's a multi- <clears throat> that is a massively massive multiplayer, multiplayer online role-playing game. Yay! It's World of Warcraft. It's World of Warcraft 
because World of Warcraft is the only one that has done it successfully and continues to grow in... Uh, it hasn't even grown. I can't tell you the last time I heard anything about World of Warcraft. Uh, I, I heard something, but that's only because I listen to weird shit. But anywho... But, but Brian, this as-yet-untitled video game will be free to play on PC and consoles and promises oh yeah, to present to players with a, quote, new immersive game experience for epic exploration of the vast world of Tolkien. Um, I've seen them walk around New Zealand before. I'm good. A new immersive game experience with the epic exploration of a vast world of Tolkien. You're not selling me, dude. This game will set uh will be set prior to the events of the trilogy and will be which trilogy of Tolkien's trilogy. But ready, ready for this? It sure. will be completely unrelated to the TV series. Well, of course, it has to. You you can't have them intertwined. Otherwise, you have to follow a specific story. And MMOs are not linear stories. That's the point. It doesn't matter. It doesn't change the fact that I'm going to spend my first five missions killing boars in the in the woods because I need to get to you know level three or something ridiculous like that. This is not a good idea. This is going to fail. This is going to do what every MMO. It's going to do what every MMO has done since WoW became huge in, like, 2007. Stop my roommate from going to, to, to classes and then eventually drop out of college. I skipped classes to play freaking WoW. That's how big it was. It is going to slowly limp along for a couple months. You're going to have the diehard people into it, and then it will eventually die. Much like the ring being thrown into the fiery pits of Mordor. Okay. A- Fucking creepy. <laughs> B? Yeah, kind of, I guess. Yeah, right. Makes sense. Well, listeners, you guys know I have well, just one hobby in the world. It's one hobby. I go around the internet, I find the weird, I find the obscure, and they ask this, well, this Yahoo right now, for his tech perspective. Brian Evelyn Thornton. I would interrupt you, but you just interacted with me. This <laughs> is upsetting. Yes, CJ. There is a new Nintendo Switch. But I already have a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, but this one's called the Nintendo Switch Lite. And it's a what smaller, is... cheaper Nintendo that's exclusively for handheld playing. What's the catch? What do I lose? You, you, so, um, why is it called the Switch in your brain? Why is it called the Switch? Uh, it's called the Switch because I can switch from handheld mode to docking station mode and have it play on my TV as well. The other thing does, you could take off the controllers, you right? Take off the Joy-Cons. And, you, can, and, and you, you can put those together to become one massive controller. One controller, you can separate them into two separate controllers, yes. What if I told you this new Switch doesn't do any of that? Well, then that's not a Switch. But, it, but it's a handheld a switch. device. That is a... a it's a it's a 3DS Switch. It, it's not a Switch. It's a It's just a portable... It's Nintendo PSP. What the fuck? <laughs> so this is a full flown. This is a fully powered, full fledged switch, right? Just cannot be hooked up to a television. It's basically for handheld only, so you can't take the Joy Cons off of this. And listen, it comes in at one ninety nine, so it's a hundred dollars less than the base model Nintendo Switch. It's also a little okay. bit smaller. So the the scale for this is if you take one Joy Con off your Nintendo Switch, that's how wide the Switch Lite is. It's does actually it, does light. it play? It yes. plays all the Switch games. It plays all the Switch Fine. games. Okay, listen. If if you do nothing but portable gaming, then this is a great idea for you. But the whole appeal of the Switch and the thing that makes the Switch as wonderful as it is is the versatility of being able to play it on my TV, and then if I gotta go on the go, go to the bathroom. Go to my rooftop party. Right. 
I pull it off and I pick up right where I left off. That that is legitimately the the marketing campaign and the the appeal of the switch now brian there's there's two things with this that i also think you need to be aware of it has a much better d-pad in the, the left hand corner i heard that's a complaint of the actual switch the d-pad's I not great barely use the d-pad right but, okay. but this one's better it, this does not come with the kickstand there's no kickstand on this you must hold it the whole time because it's a portable system right. here's here's two things I, I i feel about this and and one of them is a little bit of a nerdy thing nintendo all right, listen, if you have a PlayStation or multiple PlayStations or you're lending someone a play, PlayStation's got a great way to have cloud sync save progresses of your games. Yes, no matter where you're wonderful. Playing. Xbox wonderful. has that as well. It's fine on Xbox. It's not great, but it's, Nintendo has yet to do it. Though. Nintendo's is terrible. They, they basically have nothing in, in place for this. So if you, Brian, with your fancy switch, right, we're playing it. And then you said, hey, I'm going to, to Comic-Con or I'm going to go down to Florida and I want to travel with something a little lighter and I can hold it the whole time and I don't need the one that plugs into the TV, you could grab this and be like, yay! But then you go to load up your Breath of the Wild, you're like, where is my game? Yeah, but I mean, honestly, again, the whole point of the Switch is so that I can do that but with just an inch, it's just an inch and a half bigger. I want you to think of this. It's it, not even an inch and a half bigger. Here's what I want you to You're telling me to take off one Joy-Con? Yep. The legit width of that Joy-Con is maybe an inch. I legit can just grab my charger, pull off the screen, put it in a bag, boom. I can take it to Comic-Con. I can take it on a plane, what have you. Now, Brian, we also know people who have young children. Not not young, young children, but you know, children that are old enough to play a Nintendo Switch, right? Mm, yes. And yes. When, you, when you maybe look at the, the price point of a Nintendo Switch, what are we looking at? Uh, what is it, $300 for the system? $300 for the system, right? Yeah. Now, one thing about it is it's, you know, kind of dull and doesn't have a lot of color options, right? So add some color to it. But, I mean, you got you got your I, Joy-Cons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take it down $100 and think about what's coming up. That's the holidays. And if I told you you could get a brand new Nintendo, right, that isn't like a Game Boy. I mean, it's an actual, now full-fledged Nintendo console. And it's only $199? That's a oh, no, really no, no. Don't get me wrong. Right. This is marketing genius. Nintendo's no, going to make a shit no. ton of money. I'm going to tell you why it's not marketing genius, Brian. Why? They missed the best marketing opportunity in the world. Why isn't this called the light switch? Oh, you're an idiot. The Nintendo light switch, Brian. No. We've missed the boat. Nintendo marketing, this, you've missed it. This is a genius marketing move. As per usual, Nintendo it's knows even exactly what the hell they're doing. It's not even spelled L-I-G-H-T. They know exactly what they're doing. They are releasing yeah. a smaller, slimmer version of their system that parents know has been all the rage. Their kids have probably been bugging them for a Switch for the past year and a half, right. and they didn't want to plunk down $300 on it. Now they get to save 100 bucks. They get to go into... And I guarantee you, knowing Nintendo and knowing retail as we do, there will be some sort of bundle option oh, around the holidays, on Black Friday. Hey, get this and get Pokemon Let's Pokemon Go Pikachu. Oh, my gosh. It's like, oh, my That's gosh. It's like I, I'm a Zach genius. Can and one. My point is. It looks nice. These, these parents. I'm sure it looks well, great. I mean, these parents are going to go get it. And their kids are going to be extremely happy. What I'm saying, listeners is if you are not getting this as a gift, if you get it as a gift, this is perfect. Hey, high five the person, hug them, thank them, and and enjoy the hell out of it. But if you are going to buy a Switch, the appeal is to be able to do it 
as a portable system and as a console. If you're old enough that you're buying your own Switch, then you're old enough that you have your own television, your own place to live, hopefully. And you are, that is the appeal of it. That That is what you're going to use it for. That is how I use it. I play it just as much on my TV as I do portably. You know what's wonderful? I can be home playing my Switch on the big TV. My fiance comes home, says, I don't want to sit here and watch you play Mario Kart. I want to watch HGTV. All right, that's fine. I pick it up. I'm still playing my game. She gets to watch whatever she wants on the TV. And we still get to be at least in the same room together. That's that's the appeal of the Switch. I think I'm buying this. And of I'll course t- you will. And I'll tell you why. why. I can't can't play video games on my TV. I have oh, there you go. I have children that that come in and be like, I want to watch Vampirina. I'm like, you can watch that on the iPad. And then I look at my iPad and it's all cracked and busted. I'm like, oh wow, that's a busted iPad. So for $199, I can either buy a new iPad, which my kids will eventually break shortly after I buy it, or, or I can, you can buy, buy a, a Switch, Switch. Lite for myself and do it. The other thing too, like look at the design of it. It's actually very nicely designed. Like the, the I've the, seen the, the design. It looks nice. No. I listen, I am not I saying you're this not. is a bad I idea. I am not saying this no. is not going to be successful. I am not even saying well, that it looks like trash. It, it's great. Well, then it looks wonderful. Then let's I'm saying this. that if you have the choice and you have the ex- if you have the choice and you have the extra 100 bucks, buy the standard Switch. It's worth it. Well, since we're talking about Nintendo things that don't look bad and don't look awful and look like they're going to be successful, let's talk about something that looks like a Nintendo product that is bad, ugly, and not going to be successful. And that, of course, is Nike. God damn you, Nike. You're making a Nintendo 64 sneaker. And I Ew. It, what what makes this a Nintendo 64? Because okay. it has power and reset L- on the on the top? L- listen, it's 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 here's the thing. It's not an actual Nintendo 64 uh, uh, sneaker because, you know, copyrights and, and, and all that stuff. But it's a Nintendo 64 uh, sneaker that's terrible look at the color i mean you gotta look i listenered i would tell you to go to the show notes but don't it is a gross gray looking shoe that happens to have a blue and green stripe going through it kind of like the blue and green of the nintendo 64 controllers and it's got the red start button like you would on the nintendo 64 it's a pretty ugly shoe we found it this was sent to us this i was am sent finding... to us from a listener saying look at this shoe it doesn't look awful to which i said yeah, yeah, looks looks pretty bad. Oh, it looks terrible. I'm finding the comments. Oh, please, much much more entertaining. the The top comment is, uh, if it was a true homage to the N64, they should have shaped it to accommodate three toes, and you could try to figure out which <laughs> where to put the other two. And then someone else says it comes with a third shoe that is shaped for neither a right nor a left foot. Nike intends for sneakerheads to place the third shoe on display. <laughs> <laughs> While a lot of people think the third shoe is supposed to be in the middle, real sneakerheads realize that the left foot goes to the third shoe and the left shoe is only for special occasions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys, you know the Nintendo so well. Oh, the comments were better than the article. Yeah, the comments were way better than I, the article. I, I took my Nintendo 64 down to Florida when I was on vacation and played with my nephews who are, are 14 and 12, right? And had them play Smash Brothers, the original Super Smash Brothers. Oh, you mean that one that I kicked your ass in? And uh, I did have the one janky controller that I was just like, I don't know who's going to be player four, but I'm sorry. It's good. There's always that one controller. There is. Everybody has one. They'll be let too. Yeah, this this looks terrible. This this 
Oh, it looks so ugly. Who sent this to us? Who who has who has sullied my eyesight with this? <laughs> oh, sway. Ugh. Oh, sway, you're better than this. <laughs> now, listeners, when I go around the internet and I find the weird and I find the obscure, there's sometimes I'm like, wait, that's not a that's not a thing, is it? And this leads us to our final topic for today. Pablo's <clears throat> Pablo Pablo's. Escobar's brother is in a feud with Elon Musk. I want to reiterate that. Pablo Escobar's brother is in a feud with Elon Musk over, Brian, a flamethrower. But not a flamethrower, but a fl- but a flamethrower. Is this going to be season five of Narcos? <laughs> I feel like this would be the part. So Elon Musk, for his boring company, which, uh, I again, kudos on that that name. I think it's, I think it's great. Uh, put out a not a flamethrower, flamethrower, uh, for helping to get his project a little more funding, get awareness for his boring company that he has. Uh, it is basically, I'm not even kidding you, it is a uh, aftermarket uh, airsoft gun that they just gutted and put enough material inside of it to, you know, shoot at a small flame from it. Well, Pablo Escobar's brother says, no, no, no. Does Pablo Escobar's brother have a name? I'm sure it's Roberto. Roberto, Roberto Escobar. Escobar. Said, wait a minute, I recently launched my own product that's extremely similar to this, and he is demanding that Elon Musk pay him $100 million. Or he'll take him to court. Now, Brian. Yes, This was an airsoft gun that Elon Musk just bought, like, you know, 50000 of. And just put his own thing on it. It was a commercially available product. But I want you to go to the website for Pablo Escobar's brother, which, by the way, I can't believe this is an actual website. EscobarInc.com. I mean, okay, that's a thing I learned about now. And look at this flamethrower. It's, it's, I wouldn't trust this thing at all. You trust Elon Musk's flamethrower? Yes, because I've, 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 I've seen it in use. What do you think Pablo Escobar would think right now if he knew that his brother had a website that was called Escobar Inc. right now? Uh, oh my God, the fucking favicon for Escobar Inc. is the famous mugshot of Pablo Escobar. Oh dear God, what are they doing? Pablo Escobar's, Roberto Escobar's flamethrower is uh, $250. And I think Elon Musk's uh, flamethrower was, uh, was around the yeah. same range. Hey, you, well, you know what? When you got to burn all those drugs in a real hurry, uh, this will be work out just fine, right? <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> Two guys just fighting over a, a, a flamethrower. That's not a flamethrower, by the way. I just really need to emphasize that. Oh, I, I I felt the need to click the video, and it's just a chick in a bikini yes, with this thing. What the hell? Chick in a bikini shooting off a little flamethrower. Well, I mean, if you need to sell it, then, then that's, that's how the you sell to, it, that's I guess, how you right? Sell it. Yep, yep. Elon Musk had a party where you made s'mores with his. I think that's a better way to sell flamethrower. I would much rather have s'mores, especially since I'm dieting. I can't believe Yeah, this is ridiculous. I really thought it was an Onion article. I was like, oh, clearly this is fake. Like, Roberto Escobar isn't going to start Escobar Inc. Legitimize, wow, legitimize that that name at that brand. And then be like, you know what we should do? We should totally sell a flamethrower. Because we've had no problems in our family history with law enforcement or anything like that. We should totally just sell a flamethrower. That will be fine. I'm just, I'm saying, I, I can't wait for the narco season on it. <laughs> to make it up. Also, one hundred million dollars for what? For for stealing this idea. 
He wants a, Elon Musk to pay one hundred million dollars. I don't understand what he like stealing the idea of a flamethrower because that's existed for a while. They both, but look at the design of it. They're they're both yeah, saying, they "Hey, both... we both have the idea to seal the, that airsoft gun that we could just buy off the market and do whatever the hell we want to with it and put a propane tank on it." They both built fire potato guns. <laughs> right. This is ridiculous. You want, he also said if he takes him to court, he said uh, uh, Roberto Escobar said, and I quote. I don't mind becoming the new CEO of Tesla if we win a judgment in the courts. I'm sure that I could run Tesla into profits. Is that an option? I don't know. Can Elon say, no, I don't want to pay you. Just take my company. Is that how that works? I don't know. Can he offer him an egg in this trying time? That's an It's Always Sunny reference. I didn't know that. I apologize. Okay. All right. Well, that's all we have. I've got nothing else. Uh, Josh will not be back next week, so it will be Brian and I yet again for another week. But don't you fret. We have a lot of things coming down the pike for next week. Uh, so I want to thank you, listener, so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. And we will see you next week. Jimmy, Wolf of Fame. Well, welcome to the club because you are back on a nerd. You know, uh, since you're a convert, I think you might enjoy this. I got myself a seltzer. Oh, that's so cute. You know why? Why do you have I got, me a... my, I got myself an adult seltzer? Oh, oh, they're both it's, like it's cherry. The, but it's the hard seltzer. Oh, yours is and the hard seltzer. It's the hard seltzer. And then I got a raspberry lime to cool off after the black cherry. Ah, well, we both went with black cherry. That's a they're very both, good They're sign. both hard, though. So we'll, we'll see how silly I get. They're 5% alcohol. <laughs> seltzer makes me belcher. Gross. Bad boy is a different connotation than bad girl. Bad, 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 oh, bad no, boy. I don't wanna... You make me feel so good. Anyway. You know what? One of the quests is going to be, right? Taking the hobbits to Isengard. Guard, guard, guard. I don't know what you reference when you do that, but that's not the first time you've done that with me. You've never seen they're taking the hobbits to Isengard? No. That was stupid.